Hello and welcome to the Pet Healer Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Mitzi Vargas. And today um, I found inspiration for this podcast on my uh, American Association of Philip Practitioner magazine. We have a really, really insightful article called uh, Should We Be More Compassionate When We're Managing Feline Urolithiasis? And what that means, um, uroliths are basically bladder stones or you know we can call it kidney stones but we call it bladder stones and um, cats being blocked or having urinary tract infections where the source is caused by crystals or stones is a very common condition male cats especially at a big risk of being blocked that means one of those uroliths the little uh, bladder stones moves into the urethra and can block the passage of urine. And that is very um, uh, critical because within 48 hours, you know, you could have azotemia and a kidney failure. And, you know, of course, if you remove the obstruction and um, you hydrate the animal and flush all those toxins away, they do recover nicely. But occasionally, they reblocked Within 10 days, usually, those are the critical days, they can reblock, And if they reblock multiple times they're usually then um, there is a very radical surgery called perineal orthostomy in which the urethra is cut very short at the base of the like pelvic inlet and of course you know you um, have a shorter time to travel from the urolids if you cannot basically that's a salvage procedure you alter the whole um, lower urinary tract anatomy and uh, people joke you co- convert the dogs into uh, the male uh, cats, sorry, into male uh, female cats, but it's not really true. We're just doing the urethra, amputating the penis, and cutting the, the urethra a lot shorter. Um, that is very radical, right? Those, those surgeries are radical. They don't come without complications. And uh, with a life aftercare, life of, uh, you know, chronic, you know, upper... Uh, or, you know, uh, urinary tract infections because of, you know, the alteration of that whole anatomy. And so one of the things that we needed in this, this was a compassionate article in a way because it's asking ourselves, asking the profession, what are we doing? Is there a better way? And actually there are many good studies that have been um, demonstrating that in fact, especially with struvites, which is a um, ammonium phosphate um, bladder stones, that there is a hundred percent resolution of the cases using medical management, meaning using specific diet to dissolve those crystals and antibiotics if needed. One hundred percent resolution of this problem, and so that's uh, that's really insightful. Because I knew that we could do it in female cats uh, with no problems because rarely do they get blocked. But with the male cats, I always had this um, in my head, you know, that thought that, you know, surgical intervention will probably be less costly and it will be quicker resolution. Well, there are six big studies that evaluate the medical dissolution of stuvites versus, you know, uh, medical versus surgical. In all these studies, they say that medical dissolution is a very um, 
good path because it's less expensive, uh, less um, possibilities or of any problems or complications, and there's no surgery involved, um, which very costly for some people. So definitely, that to me was a new idea. Because for many years, we have been advocating to switch from dry to just canned food, thinking that it would be more hydrating, which it is usually. But when it comes to the solution of these two by crystals, it doesn't matter. So if your cat will not accept the canned food, that's okay. You're not doing anything wrong. It will take the same amount of time. They said that the dissolution happened in as little as six weeks. That's significant. Another thing that um, is important to to think about is that by changing the diet, you are all actually preventing this from reoccurrence. Where sometimes when they do the perineal orotrostomy, the people kind of like have this false sense of security that the cat cannot be blocked again. And so they change whatever diet they want. And so that's not really, we're missing the point. Now, can acupuncture help a block cat? Absolutely. In fact, when they come here for, and they're not totally blocked, we often utilize some acupuncture points to relieve the inflammation. And even if we are surgically intervening by passing, passing a catheter, for example, there are many points Bladder 39, bladder 35, you know, uh, I usually bleed the bladder meridian to move the excess on the bladder meridian. Those points are really interesting and good. CB3, which is the alarm point for the bladder. All of these points you can use, absolutely. And you could use it in conjunction. And some people that are only TCBM practitioners have done that and successfully managed to um, decompress or deobstruct the cat. But I usually, I'm um, integrative medicine, so I usually use both. So these are, um, again, they're six major strubates. They were about 10,000 submissions for these studies. So they're not teeny tiny studies. They are big. And so they really also gave us an idea that the struvate increases the, the ability to create these bladder stones increases with age. So it is, behooves us to have a, a, a way to prevent them. Crystal stone formula is another option. In those cases, in the cats refuse to absolutely eat the food, we will try to use a low-residue food with low phosphate or ammonium in it, in, in it. and something that is at least very similar to a medical dissolution diet, and then, or just plain meat, and then um, put them on the crystal stone formula, and we see similar results. I think in my personal clinic studies or experiential knowledge, it takes about three months for complete dissolutions on most of the stones using crystal stone formula, but it is effective. So one of the things that we need to think about it is constant surveillance of your male cats specifically, making sure that they go to the bathroom. If you're a a cat owner, 
you know, that's one of the things that you should endeavor is to make sure you keep an eye on that and the amount and the size of the uh, urine outputs that you count when you clean the litter box. And of course, cleaning the litter box should be a daily, if not every other day, endeavor. That way you can catch things very quickly. There's many litters, like the um, perfect litter in, you know, uh, um, the best litter in the world, you know, I think it's the marketing for it, that they have indicators in the litter for blood or for uh, protein. So multiple indicators in the litter itself where you can actually monitor if your cat has already been blocked once, I definitely recommend the medicated dissolution diets for life. I definitely recommend crystal stone formula for the acute cases when there are, is medical management of them. And then I will recommend to always monitor and surveil the uh, you know, output of the urine on your cats. I hope that this was helpful for all our cat lovers out there. And for our fellow veterinarians, you know, we need, just need to look at it. Sometimes um, some people elect euthanasia for these cases. And here we are, three short, three to six weeks, we could definitely um, put the, the cat on a specific dissolution diet and take care of the problem at a fraction of the cost. So it behooves us to be more compassionate. I agree with the article 100%. And to offer this holistic solutions instead of being so reactive and jump to surgery immediately. Until the next episode, stay well. And remember that from now on, we're going to be uh, downloading every Friday a brand new episodes. So you can be on the lookout for them. Uh, in the meantime, visit our Facebook page, the Pet Healer Podcast page. Uh, we also have a website, thepethealerpodcast.com. And uh, it, we are in most platforms, so you can uh, enjoy our topics. Thank you, and until next time, take care. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Information about this episode came from my book, Alt-Vet, the Revolutionary Pet Care and Longevity Solution, available in Amazon at our clinic and soon to be an audiobook. So look forward to that. And this episode was sponsored by my practice, Orchid Springs Animal Hospital. And our website is www.osahvsinvictorets.com, osavets.com. There's a lot of information out there if you want some more information on integrative pet healing. And our Pet Healer podcast is going to be available in all platforms. So we're looking forward to seeing you again.